0: Life Audio. Hey friends, how often do you speak life over yourself? Did you know that psychologists and theologians both support the power of affirmations? When I wake up every morning, I speak positive affirmations all from the Word of God. It's totally changed my life. Imagine starting each day with renewed confidence, hope, and peace. I want to invite you into this practice of speaking life. And to jumpstart your journey, I've created a soothing meditative audio just for my Faith Friday listeners. You can listen to this audio each and every day. It's yours for free at danashay.com forward slash speaklife. It's time that you take captive every thought and make it obedient to the Word of God. Download your free audio today at DanaShay.com speak life. Temptation itself is not a sin. If you are struggling with temptation, being tempted to do something that you know that isn't right, you're not sinning simply because you're attracted to whatever that thing is. So it's really important that you understand that. Because if you think every time that you're tempted with something, you're somehow missing the mark, you're somehow sinning, you're somehow messing up, well then you are going to live a life of perpetual shame. And shame, as we're going to talk about in a second, is the antithesis of winning or overcoming temptation. Hey, hey, everybody. It's Dana Shea, and welcome to Faith Friday. I love doing these Faith Friday episodes to infuse your week with some faith inspiration and some practical help, some practical spiritual wisdom as you climb your faith journey. Wherever you are in that faith journey, whether you are brand new to faith, you're still curious about the Christian faith, or maybe you are a longtime Christian believer, I believe that these episodes are going to speak to your soul. So, Today, we are talking about how to overcome temptation. Friends, all of us face temptation. I don't care how spiritual you are. I don't care how nice of a person you are. I don't care how much you've overcome in your life. We have all been tempted by something, and we are all presently tempted by something. Even Jesus Christ himself was tempted. If you read the story in Luke chapter four, you will notice that Jesus was tempted in different areas of his life. And a lot of people think that Jesus was only tempted in the wilderness when Satan came to him and was trying to tempt him to basically circumvent the plan of God. But I believe because the Bible says that Jesus was tempted in every way, I believe that Jesus faced temptation throughout his entire earthly life. Because remember, yes, he was 100% God, but he was also 100% Man, he was just like us. So I want to first just start off by telling you that temptation itself is not a sin. If you are struggling with temptation, being tempted to do something that you know that isn't right, you're not sinning simply because you're attracted to whatever that thing is. So it's really important that you understand that because if you think every time that you're tempted with something, you're somehow missing the mark, you're somehow sinning, you're somehow messing up, well, then you are going to live a life of perpetual shame. And shame, as we're going to talk about in a second, is the antithesis of winning or overcoming temptation. So I want to give you today just five very easy, um, practical steps. I shouldn't say easy because depending on how much you are tempted or how strong the temptation is, this might not be easy for you at all. It actually might take lots and lots of prayer and lots and lots of dedication. But at least for the purposes of this podcast, i want to give you five simple, how about that, How five simple, practical steps that you can take when you are facing a temptation. So the first thing that I want to tell you is the Bible actually um, is our guide. And again, if you're here, you're listening to Faith Friday, so you know that we're going to bring some scripture into this conversation, okay? So 1 Corinthians chapter 10, 13 is one of the best, I think, scriptures about temptation. It's super encouraging, and I'm just going to read it to you. This is out of the New Living Translation. It says, the temptations in your life are no different from what others experience, and God is faithful. Faithful. He will not allow you to be tempted more than you can stand. Another translation says he will not allow you to uh, be tempted more than you are able. Um, It continues to say when you are tempted, not if, but when you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. I think of the scripture in very visual terms, right? Like I think about myself, like facing the temptation and out of nowhere, this trap door appears and God's like, take the way out. And we can either choose to listen to that or we can be like, nah, I'm good. I'm strong enough. I got this. And when we do that, y'all, what happens? We usually fall into that temptation head first. So before I even give you these five steps, I'm going to tell you to take the way out okay so let's get into these how can we actually overcome temptation in our lives the first thing i want to tell you is that you have to be honest with your weaknesses this requires you being self-aware of what you can handle and what you cannot i love sugar okay i love it i mean i would put sugar in everything and i do And I know in my mind that sugar is not good for you. I know the damages. I know all that stuff, but I still love sugar. And so I have to be very aware that if I'm going to win in my battle against sugar, then that's a weakness for me. I can't be like, no, it's fine. I like sugar just as much as I like salt. That's not true in my case. I love sugar. Now for you, maybe it's something more serious. And Yeah, I have some more serious temptations as well. I'm just using this as kind of a a baseline example. But you have to know what are your weaknesses? What are the things that you're attracted to that you know are not good for you? That's the first step. Because if you think, oh, I'm spiritual, I don't face temptation. I don't have anything, any vices in my life that pull me away from the Lord well you're going to fool yourself okay and you're going to find yourself doing a lot of secret sins so the first thing that you need to do is just be aware of your weaknesses be aware that temptation is lurking around the corner for all of us all right the second thing that you want to do is don't bring it home with you now what do i mean by that i mean that if i know that my my temptation is is sugar I probably shouldn't go to the donut store or the cookie store, or I probably shouldn't be like, well, the Halloween candy is on clearance, so I'm just going to get it and just kind of nibble on it. Nope. So I honestly, I don't buy sweets anymore and I encourage my husband not to, but y'all, he eats like a five-year-old. So that's kind of hard because he loves sugar too. The problem is his metabolism is way faster than mine, but that's a whole nother conversation. My point is, is that you can't bring it home with you. So if your vice is alcohol, Don't go by the ABC store. If your vice is gossip, well, then don't watch reality TV. Don't come home with all the juicy work gossip that you want to tell your best friend or whatever. Like, don't bring it home with you. If your vice is porn, then you're going to have to not bring that stuff home. That might mean deactivating your social media, or that might mean not being on the internet. I know that's like a crazy idea to think of in the 21st century, but you don't need the internet. It literally is not a need. So you have to determine what are my weaknesses, number one. Number two, I can't bring that stuff home with me. I cannot put myself in an environment where those things are present. So maybe you don't bring it home with you, but that also means you don't go looking for it. You get invited to go out to the bar. If you're an alcoholic, probably not a good idea for you to say yes. You know, if you're having an issue with... um with stealing, I don't know, then you probably shouldn't go to your friend's house that you know they leave money around in the open. So you just got to kind of like use some wisdom and say, all right, I can't bring this stuff home with me, nor can I put myself in an environment where those things are present. The third thing is you need to tell others that you trust. Accountability goes a long way in overcoming temptation. This is why programs like AA and NA are so successful, because when we're fighting alone, we will lose. But when you fight together, side by side, you bring in a friend, you bring in an accountability partner, somebody you can trust, when you're weak, they're strong. When you're struggling, they can encourage you. So bring it out of the dark and bring it into the light and say, you know what? I've got the struggle that I'm dealing with. I really need some help. I really need somebody to walk with me here and trust the process. Okay. The fourth thing I want to tell you is that you need to then take the way out. And we talked about that in the scripture. When God provides that way out for you, don't just overlook it. Don't be like, okay, all right, Lord, thanks for the way out. But like, I'm good for now. Nope, nope, nope. The moment that you see the way out, you need to understand that that is God's love for you. That is God's mercy for you right there. Take the way out. I think about the story in Genesis when Joseph was um, being tempted by Potiphar's wife and he had the perfect opportunity. It's a beautiful woman, a rich woman. You know, he was a Hebrew slave and he literally ran out of the house, left his coat in that lady's hands. Sometimes it's going to be embarrassing for you to take the way out, but are you going to be embarrassed or are you going to fall into sin and shame? That's your choice. Take the way out. And then finally, I want to tell you that if and when you fall into temptation, just get back up, get back up. The Bible says that a righteous man falls seven times, but he or she gets back up. You're going to fall sometimes. You're going to make some mistakes. You might relapse, but guess what? You can get back up. Just like you fell down, you can get back up. Don't let anybody tell you that, you know what, this is your third time. Oh my gosh, are you ever going to get it together? Don't listen to the voice of shame in your mind that tells you that you can't overcome this. You can overcome this. Don't wait until Monday. Don't wait until next week. Don't say, okay, next year, I'm going to get it together. No, the moment that you fall, get back up. Get back up again. Don't allow shame to continue to keep you in that perpetual cycle of temptation. And then finally, I want to tell you, for those of you who are already in your Christian faith, those of you who know the word of God, you have to learn to speak the word of God. Going back to Luke 4, when Jesus was in the wilderness and he was being tempted by the enemy, he kept saying this phrase over and over again. It is written. It is written. It is written. What was written? He had a scripture for every temptation that he was facing. Friends, I do these Faith Friday episodes for you because I want to tell you the value of knowing the word of God. You can't just go to church on Sunday or listen to somebody online tell you what the Bible says. You have to know it because when you are facing your moment of weakness, when you are facing temptation, you might not have time to go look for the Bible app and search in the search bar about what to do. No, you need to know the word and then you need to speak the word and you need to declare out loud, when you are facing temptation, this is who I really am. I'm not going to line up to who the enemy is telling me I am, or even who I am telling myself I am, if it's not positive, if it's not biblical. But then you need to be able to speak the word of God. So like I said, They are simple, not necessarily easy, but you can do this. We are all going to fall at times, but we do not have to live lives of perpetual sin and shame. So I pray that this episode has encouraged you to live a life above sin and shame and to overcome temptation. If these Faith Friday episodes are blessing you, I would sure love to hear from you. You can always reach out to me on Instagram at Mrs. Dana Shea. And if you'd like the show notes for today's podcast, you can find them at Real. Real Relationship Talk.com forward slash episode 188. May your Friday and the very rest of your week be full of faith. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you on the next episode. Take care. Wow, you stayed all the way to the end. You, my friend, are the real MVP. Thanks again for listening to Real Relationship Talk. The show notes can be found at com. Have you subscribed to the podcast yet? If not, be sure to do that now. And may your relationships be uncomplicated as you build deeper connections. I'll see you on the next episode. Take care.